Welcome to the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I am your host, George Evian, and thank you for listening again and all the support that you've given to us. And we're, we're just going to jump right into this. We are on the next pillar. If you have been following the last four episodes, this is episode five of really a nine-part to a 18-part lesson that we're putting together on how to build and really what is an empowered team in the athletic world, in the you know, business world, you know, finance, sales, software, whatever it is. Uh, the more I talk to people and the people I'm, you know, engaged with and communicate with and uh, have conversations with, we do end up talking quite a bit about leadership and development and teams and all this. And we end up talking about what an empowered team is and what I do professionally in the software world that comes up quite a bit. And we've talked uh, in the first in the last four episodes, we've talked about what an empowered team is, how to build it, what are the pillars of it, what you should be considering and thinking through in all that. So we've taken the word empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. We've taken that word and we have broken it into the nine pillars of what it takes to build an empowered team. And so we are on to the P of empowered. So we've done E M. And the E is for encouragement. We'll always refer back to these pretty much in every podcast, every lesson that we have. And the E is for encouragement. Of the, the, the E in empowered is for encouragement and making sure we have an encouraging team, an organization, and an encouraging culture, and encouraging people. And that you get what you emphasize, you get what you tolerate. And we want to make sure we're emphasizing the right things and we're not tolerating the things that we don't want to have in our culture and environment, but definitely with E is uh, a, a culture and environment and a team and an empowered team that encourages one another. The M that we just finished up on in sessions and lessons three and four were about mindset, competitive mindset, growth mindset, development mindset, enhancing change mindset, a solution focused and problem solving mindset and a positive attitude mindset. So all of that really contributes. Those first two things, you could really just stop on each one of them. Man, if we, how do we build an empowered team based off just encouragement or just on mindset or just competitiveness and growth and development and embracing change, all those things. Um, but by when we're done with this, all nine pillars. We've done two in four lessons. We'll probably do nine pillars in 18 lessons, or at least that's how it's organized at this point. But we will right now move on to P. And I went back and forth on this one a little bit. We talked about, we we meaning me and, and some of the people that I run with about how to build an empowered team. We talked about this P and the word participate came up and that, that makes sense. It's a P. You need participation. You need an engagement in order to have an empowered team. Um, and it does cycle me or my mind. It cycles my mind back into uh, Ed Milet had an episode recently where he was talking with Bobby, not Bobby. <laughs> he would hate that if I said that. And I don't know this gentleman. Uh, Danny Hurley, his brother is Bobby Hurley, and he often gets compared to his brother. But Danny Hurley, is the head coach at the University of Connecticut basketball, men's basketball, just won a national championship. But Danny Hurley in his interview with Ed Milet was talking about that you better come to my meetings engaged and a participant. 
and our meetings are intense and our meetings are purposeful and our meetings, you better come with ideas, conversations and insights into how we move this sucker forward is what he was talking about. And so that's definitely part of building an empowered team, 100%. But as I looked at the nine pillars and iterated on it and really wanted this to be meaningful so I could speak about it and so I could help build it and so I could have an opinion on it. But the word participate, I really am going to put that into the bucket of engagement, which is our next E. As And there's three E's to all this. Um, and we will talk about participation in the engagement portion of this lesson. But what the P that we landed on was purpose. And understand, listen, you've there are a few buzzwords out there in the team development, personal development landscape. And one is culture. You hear that all the time. Culture, culture, culture. You And we've talked about that in a lot of our podcasts. Uh, the other one that I'm hearing a lot of, you know, that we hear a lot of is purpose. What is your purpose? What is your why? And how you're building things and doing things and, and how you can always come back to your why. And Simon Sinek, if you haven't listened to his um, talk on, um, uh, and it's escaping me right now, but if you have his TED talk, if you haven't listened to Simon Sinek's TED talk on, what is your why? And he actually wrote a book on your why. It's great, right? And it, all this is important, but purpose. And this is what I've where I have landed on this and why, one reason why I changed a little bit. I think to build an empowered team, and we're going to always kind of come back to these nine pillars, encouragement, mindset, competitiveness mindset, growth mindset, solution-focused mindset, collaboration, all this sort of stuff that we've talked about. Man, if you start losing your why, then you get then you are in burnout. If you don't if you don't and you cannot stay focused and engaged and locked in on your purpose and your why, your propensity, your moving towards burnout and alignment it just starts to weigh on you and then you stop being engaged you stop being somebody that encourages you your mindset shifts to complacency and good enough and not my issue and you start getting into blame and your ego starts to take over like it's so important to understand your purpose your why on what you're doing, where you're going, and how you're getting there. But I would also say that it's not you being an empowered individual, but more so, not more so, coupled with that, because they're both important. We've got to be leaders that continue to put the purpose and the why and the vision and the mission and the goals and the process and the encouragement and the competitive mindset but really that purpose and why out in front of your people every single day. And I can't like, I can't hit on this enough. If you can't lead to, and I'm going to use this phrase from older podcasts. And I love this phrase of continuous inspiration. We talk about continuous improvement, iterating, continuous improvement, continuous, blah, 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 whatever but continuous inspiration. And how do you do that? 
How do you inspire to action? How do you inspire to motivate? How do you inspire to greatness and to action? Value people. Communicate with people. Put people's contributions in front. Acknowledge, recognize, celebrate, support, and encourage. All this stuff is how you build an empowered team. So that we have to understand as individuals our purpose and where we're going. But we also as leaders need to make sure that the why, the purpose, the value, the contribution, the encouragement is out in front. When your team members understand and embrace a shared purpose. So now we're on to the team. Individuals and then the leadership to the individual possibly, but the leadership to the, indi to the individual team, to the team. When your team members, when your team understands and embraces the shared purpose, they are going to find greater meaning in their work and it's going to build and foster and develop a deeper sense towards their commitment and they are going to be inspired to overcome challenges, roadblocks, and setbacks. All of that. You want to build an empowered team? You want to build an elite team. You want to build the best team you can in your company or in your industry. You want to be the, to build the team that executives sit and watch you all work. Then have a vision, a compelling vision that we're about to talk about. Put the purpose. What you get is what you emphasize, what you emphasize every single day. You should be able to go into any organization and sit and observe for an hour, for a day, for a week, for a sprint. And at the tail end of that, the output of that, be able to say, I know what's important to this team. You know what this leadership does really well? They emphasize the purpose, the vision, the, the 12 weeks, the contribution, the encouragement every single day to the point that they get made fun of, they get goofed on, all that. I get goofed on as a coach. Because I say certain things over and over and over again. Yeah, we get it. Eye rolls, blah, blah, blah. They don't mean it in a mean-spirited way. They just know what's coming. And they know where we stand, our values. Work, winning, encouragement, energy, service, sacrifice, toughness, and togetherness. Bam. I gave a talk at a company a month or so ago. Respect, integrity, people, pride empowerment and discipline again. And I, I spoke at that company and it's been a month and I can rattle off the foundation, the values, the vision of what they're always working towards. And when we get off the rails, we can correct and provide well-received feedback on using some phrases. When your team members understand and embrace a shared purpose, how do you get a shared purpose? You get a shared purpose by being emphasized by the people that are setting the, the mission and the direction and the vision and the course that we're going down. If you're watching this online, I apologize. I'm, my September allergies kicked my tail, but I'm doing all right. I haven't sneezed yet. When your team members understand and embrace the shared purpose. So that means what? That they, it's a shared purpose. That means it's spoken, it's written, it's emphasized, it's, distributed, it's communicated all the way through the entire organization. 
They find a greater meaning for their work, greater meaning. If you don't put that purpose out there, a shared purpose and a compelling vision, like I mentioned, we're going to talk about. They find greater meaning in their work, which fosters a commitment, a dedication and ownership and an all in all hands on deck spirit. And it draws inspiration to overcome challenges, roadblocks, setbacks, issues, concerns. Just by understanding one thing, where we're going and how do I contribute? The purpose not only aligns the individual efforts, but it also fuels collective motivation and it helps build a cohesive team with passion and determination and commitment. All of this, how are we building an empowered team? What are the pillars that we want in encouragement and mindset and purpose and ownership and decision-making and engagement, like all this stuff. And all these little things matter. If you don't have a purpose, a vision, it's not well-spoken, communicated and distributed out. And it's not a shared purpose with everybody where if it's not shared, then you get into ego and blame and all this sort of stuff because people are rowing at different times in different directions on a different cadence. So let's get into two bullet points. This is, again, this purpose is going to end up being two podcasts and two lessons on our beyond the podcast on our website. So just to give that a plug, a quick 13-minute plug in, go to our website. It's in the show notes. We have a product called Beyond the Podcast where you're, you are able to get the video of this and see what my basement looks like. It's finished now. And... You're going to get all the handouts. We're creating an we're creating a book, an ebook called Empowered, Building an Empowered Team, where we go through all of this, and you'll get a book, and it'll probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 to 100 pages on how to build an empowered team. And you'll be able to purchase that on our website. It's not out yet because we haven't developed all the content, but you can go beyond the podcast and get all this information up front and before anybody else, right? So defining a compelling vision. A compelling vision serves as your North Star your guiding star. It outlines the team's long-term term, I'm sorry, long-term goals and how everybody is of value to that goal and how everybody is going to contribute to that compelling vision. We've used compelling vision now for many many lessons, many podcasts, many discussions. It's about the reality, current reality, painting current reality creating and defining a compelling vision and then inspiring to action. That's it. Those are the three. You want to call that your dead three? Those are the three. Now the, really the dead three is being dead, meaning locked in focused, purposeful. And the three are people, people, teams, and process, people, teams, and process. Those are our three. Those are the dead three. Those are the things we're locked in on. Those are the things that are uncompromising. Those are the things we get after. A compelling vision serves as your North Star. The law, it defines and helps outline the team's long-term goals and the positive impact that the team aspires to achieve. You have to be able to, and you have to understand how you're building this empowered team. You have to craft a vision that communicates the team's long-term objectives and the impact that they hope to make. 
This is what we're doing and why. And this is how you contribute. And this is why it's important. This is what we will accomplish. This is who we will become. And this is how you are involved in it. This is the value that you bring. And this is your contribution to all of that. And we are going to emphasize this every day. We are not going to tolerate these other things that uh, the, the habits of a dysfunctional team. And we are going to be purposeful and encouraging and we're going to compete and we're going to have that level of, of a mindset, a solution focused mindset and, 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 and embracing change mindset. All this stuff we've talked about. And we're going to be built around a compelling vision and you as a leader, you as a leader, and it doesn't matter if it's software, finance, sales, car sales, shoe sales, or a college elite basketball team at Connecticut. You better have the vision for what you're trying to build. It better be compelling, meaning it's meaningful. It's something I, that I can get behind. It's something I will support. It's something that I will wake up every day and think about. It's something that when I put my head on the pillow, I'm excited about the next day. It's something that when things go bad, I'm still excited about solving these problems with these people in this industry on this vertical. And that's athletics. And that's all the way to selling shoes. I'm behind this. This is compelling. I understand my value. I understand my contribution. I know where we're going. And I'm inspired to action. You have to ensure this vision, this compelling vision you are creating. One, don't do it alone. Involve your team, your people, and everybody involved. I've said this in many podcasts. The guy sweeping the floor at NASA in the late 60s and JFK asks, what are you doing? I'm helping put people on the moon. He's emptying trash cans and sweeping floors. It was a compelling vision that went all the way from the guy who stepped foot on the moon to the guy sweeping the shed, as we say. Sweep the shed. Everybody's got that compelling vision. Everybody's got value. And everybody's contributing to the compelling vision. But you have to ensure that the vision statement is aspirational. That you inspire to action on the daily team members to strive for greatness and excel and get out of their comfort zone and get out and exceed their current limitations. We are here to get you better, to get this better, to change this industry. This is the vision we have. We, not I. This is our, your value individually. This is your contribution. This is why it's exciting. And I'm going to make sure that our vision, our focus, our emphasis, our communication, our daily interactions move you to Move, move you to be inspired and move team members to their next level of greatness as we talk about. And we're going to exceed where you currently are. We're going to get you better. 1%. Growth mindset. We circle it all comes back. All of this is intertwined. All of it is important. Every little bullet point detail phrase, coaching phrase. Helps build the empowered team. 
Involve your team members in developing the vision. Encourage their input. Now, you may know as the business owner and the leader, you could say, hey, like, let's be very upfront about this. Like, our goal here and our vision here is to win a national championship. Our goal here is to be the industry's best. Our goal here is to have the best product here. Our goal is to have the best shoes. Our goal is to have these clients. Our goal is to take these phone calls. That's where we're going. I'm going to encourage their input, but we know, hey, I got, we're winning a national championship. Now, every, you know, many teams, many teams have that goal. You could sit there and say as October rolls around and college basketball is about to begin here in the next couple months, UConn, Arizona, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, blah, blah. go down the line, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, whomever. They're all talking about winning a national championship. Involve team members to build the systems, to build uh, the process to get to that goal, that compelling vision and how they contribute on the daily and how they are valued and how they contribute to that compelling vision. Involve your team members in that vision setting process. Encourage their input and develop a sense of ownership to the shared purpose. Why are we doing this? Why does this drill matter? Why does this phone call matter? Why does that check-in matter? Why does this meeting matter? It moves us closer to our purpose, our why, our outcome. And we will communicate this all day long, every day, all day. So let me go through this again. This, this is so important, this purpose. I'm going to be honest with you. I get burnt out. I get burnt out a fair amount. You spin your wheels, you're always in the hamster wheel, you're always grinding, and then you start to wonder why. Why am I up at four? Why am I up at 4.30? Why am I up at, why have I worked this? Like, why am I working on a weekend? And then you start to lose your why, your focus, your purpose, your vision. You stop feeling excited about any value or you feel like you have no value. I'm not important. Doesn't matter if I'm here you lose your contribution. You lose your sense of your contribution. You lose all that. So then all of a sudden you start getting burnt out. You're stopped being inspired. You as a leader, if you are listening to this, you are responsible to create. Now, can you bring and light that fire? Man, it's hard to do for everybody, isn't it? But you've got to have your hand on the pulse of your team and organization and operation. So you can lead and inspire them to their next level of greatness towards a compelling vision, keep their purpose and their why in front because you cannot have an empowered team that is knocking out the best things in your industry if they don't know how they, if they don't know their purpose and their why and they don't understand how they're contributing to that. In my notes here that I'm looking at online, Shared purpose, shared purpose, shared purpose. So it's not just the why and purpose of a coach or a leader. It is a shared thing. I'm sweeping the floors. I'm taping the ankles. I'm delivering the shoes. 
I'm the QA that's making sure the software is written well. I'm writing documents. All of it contributes towards the shared purpose. Then you circle back to all the other pillars we've talked about. Where we talk about encouragement. We talked about positive reinforcement recognizing the contributions of everybody. We've talked about support from leadership all the way down. We've talked about celebration in all that we do. So you start talking about that. Then you start talking about mindset of being competitive, growth, development, shared, uh, shared, I'm sorry, um, the challenges, um, embracing change. I'm sorry, embracing change, positive reinforcement. All of that kind of also boils back to, let me read this again here. I want to make sure I get this right. That you understand that the long-term goals, uh, the compelling vision that serves as that guiding star, right? Then we've talked about this, but it's going to allow you to do one thing, this purpose, understanding your purpose and the vision. When your team members have the shared and embrace. Let me let me get there. Embrace the shared purpose. Deeper meaning in their work, commitment, dedication, all that. But that you're inspired to overcome challenges. If you don't have a purpose and a vision and something goes wrong, which it will, and you pull the cord at the Toyota factory to stop the assembly line of cars, because something's wrong. I'm inspired to overcome that because I know the purpose of what's going on here. I know how I fit into this. I know the value that I, I am valued by people. I know my contribution. I love working with this team. I'm encouraged. My mindset is elite on all those fronts we've talked about. And so that when this challenge, obstacle, roadblock issue risk bubble up and we pull the cord and we pull the and we stop the line we pull the cord and stop the line that i am on a team that can problem solve and we can get better go to my instagram or go to my instagram but go to my linkedin post where we talk a lot about empowered teams these days we are talking a lot about how to build and what an empowered team is and we talk about encouragement and all that, but we talk about taking risks, messing up, and being supported so we get better and learn. Now, you can't make the same mistake 20 times. You can't make the same mistake three times. The elite teams probably don't make it twice, but every elite team is learning. So we went through purpose. It's about 25, 27 minutes in here. I want to stop here. We're going to circle back on part two of purpose. And we're going to talk about connecting individual, personal, individual goals to that purpose. We're going to talk about decision-making around that purpose. And we're going to talk about value-based culture on how all of that contributes to our purpose. Like that's a lot. Like I'm looking at my notes here and how we've prepped for this. And I love 
I love the prep to this. I love reading all this. I love talking to people about this. I love connecting with people online about this and really talking about how we can build empowered teams and what that looks like. And I know without purpose, without vision, without purpose-driven decision-making and value-based culture and measuring and celebrating achievements and, and encouragement, like, man, you just can't do it. And the one thing I'm saying so much of these days when I talk with people is as goofy as it sounds and as simple as it sounds, and being okay is just not okay. Just being on the hamster wheel, just treading, being and spinning in the mud isn't good enough. We deserve more, we're capable of more, and greatness is out there, and we're not in the 80%. We are elite. In order to be elite, in order to be in that top 10%, we need to have elite habits, elite rituals, elite routines, elite mindsets, and we need to have elite teams that are empowered to do great things and be supported to do great things. So listen, the last plug, go to the website. It's in the show notes. Really appreciate all the support. We are building a crazy amount of content on our website. We have full page notes from some of the industry's best leaders. And you can get those every month. And you can see on, on our LinkedIn page, we're putting a lot of that out there. Just go to our go to our website and get all the content that you can get. I'm posting a lot on LinkedIn these days. Just we're trying to build a community. I'm not, like, you can't shy away from your goals and ambitions and your dreams. And it's okay to be vocal about them. I want to build the largest community that I can possibly build online through our website of leadership, of coaching, personal development, agile software development, scaled agile framework. Like we're, we're getting into that world here shortly in terms of software, because that's my wheelhouse with what I do professionally. But I, my goal is to build the largest community I possibly can of people that just want content and conversation, content and conversation. Head over to our website, connect with us on LinkedIn and, and anything that we can create, contribute to you, your journey, your development, your teams, conversations, speaking, whatever it is, we, we, we want to be that place. We want to be the place that we want to be the, the first group, the first company, the first people that you think about when you want to solve those problems and you want to get better and you want to be elite. And you want that energy, passion, and enthusiasm, commitment that athletic teams have towards their purpose, towards their national championships, towards their game on a Thursday and a Saturday night. This is the place because we have that energy, passion, enthusiasm, skill, and knowledge. Have a great rest of your week. We really appreciate all the support and everything we're doing online. I really appreciate all the support you've given to us. Thank you.